Hello and welcome to Star Peace Wednesdays and Star Peace, the whole concept, seeding the New Earth narrative and our beautiful community. So thank you for joining us for what is a very rainy day in Peacehaven. Not so it seems with the lovely, lovely Lara fairy love, um, where it looks a little sunnier. Um, today, my dear lovely souls, we're going to be looking at separation and unity and where labels are useful, where gender war programming plays out in our collective subconscious, even when it seems as though we're progressing and being aware of that. And also how we kind of recognize the journey that's going on on this earth uh, as a, a beautiful microcosm of the macrocosm, which is our connection to the divine, to source all that is. And how in order to know ourselves as the divine, the paradox is we need to separate ourselves from the divine and then decide we want to go back into unity with the divine for this whole beautiful game to unfold. If you are new to our community, welcome. It's lovely to have you here. Joy Horner, I have seen that you have joined Star Peace and I'm definitely going to be inviting you to come along and share your magic because it's so important people hear your beautiful stories too. Um, I've got a lot of ums today. Um, <laughs> You know what it is? I feel really ungrounded. I feel kind of very expansive. And I was just saying to lovely Lara before we came on, it just feels like there's some really interesting energies playing. And, and she did just tell me why, and we'll pass on to find out why in a sec. Um, but yeah, basically, I just want to, to really be transparent in that and say, I'm opening myself up to being here. And this is a subject that can be very touchy it, people can get very sensitive about it so I want to say from the start that our intention is to create a heart opening and to build bridges where otherwise people may feel divided you know from my perspective as the channel of divine grace Rosie Glow as the maverick behind the star peace movement and as an awareness that Rosie Glow is a galactic consciousness and both a map for star peace away from star wars to star peace my intention is always to bring in the highest vibrational frequencies and to transmute them through what I share and what my beautiful guests share as well. So we can unify and consider what the new narrative is. We may wish to seed into the collective consciousness of humanity that brings us into oneness. So after that little intro, I'm going to hand over for a little hello with the lovely Lara and check in with how you are today, beautiful soul in human physical form. How are you doing? awesome but i heard what you said and i figured probably the best thing to do first would be do a little bit of breathing and a little bit of grounding before we get into it yeah so we i figured you'd like that we i think let's do that as a collective let's do that as three deep long breaths together because yes that's what i mean open so let's do it. you ready hold on a sec folks just make sure your feet are uncrossed Spread those toes, open up the soles of your feet and allow the lovely dulcet tones of Lara to guide you through three beautiful grounding breaths. Are we ready then? Yeah, baby. So I invite you to breathe in through your nose. Expand in your belly and your pelvic bowl. Filling your chest and then releasing out the breath all the way to the end of it as long as it will go and then breathing in again through your nose and then releasing out and breathe in through your nose expanding your belly and your chest and uh, releasing out for you. I keep breathing and I'll sing you the little song. When I breathe in, I breathe in peace. And when I breathe out, I breathe out love. When I breathe in, I breathe in peace. And when I breathe out, I breathe out love. One more. When I breathe in, 
I breathe in peace. And when I breathe out, I breathe out love. Yay. Right, so that's us breathing now. And so for a little moment, we're just going to imagine, I invite you to imagine yourself as a tree, strong trunk in the middle where your heart is, and your roots reaching deep, deep down into the ground. Energy all the way down into the ground, roots all the way into the ground until you come to the red gold crystal beating at the centre of the earth with the beat of your own heart. Keep breathing and I'm going to sing you the little song. The little song will raise our roots up to our branches. You ready? It goes because my roots, they go down, down into the ground because my roots, they go down. Down into the ground because my roots, because my roots, they go down, down into the ground. That's it. Feeling right down in there, all the way down. And then that energy that's beating with the beat of your own heart. We're going to allow it to rise up, up, filling our heart and up, up through our foreheads and reaching our branches out to the sky. And as we reach out there. We're going to let our little arms dance like the branches of a tree. And we'll go, because my branches, they reach high, high into the sky. Because my branches, they reach high, high into the sky. Because my branches, because my branches, they reach high, high into the sky. And now we're going to gather that energy from our branches and gather that energy from our roots and bring it together with our hands into our heart. With our breathing, and as we breathe out, we're going to put it out again. And we're going to sing the last bit, which is, Because my heart is my centre, connecting earth and sky. Reach out to earth and sky. Pull it in. Because my heart is my centre, connecting earth and sky. Because my heart, because my heart is my centre connecting earth and sky that's it grounded centered safe there we go. sexy mama i'm feeling you you know <laughs> that was beautiful that was so beautiful was yeah well there we go we're in it now we need an hour a bit more grounded a bit less woo it's <laughs> amazing how the weather has just shifted like literally just before we were looking to come on and apologies for being a little late basically all the technology just just stopped doing what it normally does and I know to surrender to those moments and not panic but you know when you're kind of feeling like there's an unplugging that's gone on and allowing a massive expansion you've just done the rooting down and reaching up to allow that expansion just to be amplified it feels beautiful so thank you thank you thank you and let's move into this theme. So how well, are you today? Let's check in with where you are. Really excited. I made some really great connections this weekend. I've been like working on my stories and my songs and just getting the message out at a real grassroots level. So I made some great connections. I'm going to be doing some podcasts with some other people yeah, and doing a few workshops in London and stuff over this next few weeks. And yeah, already planning a performance for winter solstice properly for autumn equinox as well. So yeah, Beautiful. exciting stuff. I'll definitely come to Brighton and do one there. If you've got think of a nice venue, we'll come and do stuff there. I think that's a great idea. Brighton crew, let us know of a good venue because that would just be yeah. so cool. And I think I'm really, really glad that you're moving forward with all this because this is it. When you are feeling energised by your co-creations, they're fun to explore, are they not? absolutely and it keeps rolling do you know what I mean it keeps rolling you're like right go on yeah so I've been visioning this thing like proper looking at it since since like January this year I'm like okay there's loads of people now who are talking about willies and fannies and they call it gender and they call it sexuality and all these different things yeah and there are people get pissed off everywhere and I'm like right I've got something to say about this being someone who was born in 1973, being someone who's got fairy tattooed on my hand, yeah, right, and people have an easier time defining me as a mythical being than they do as a boy or a girl. 
Yeah, welcome to my world where they used to make me stand on my stand on my chair with my hands on my head because I was wearing shorts to school and apparently I was a girl. Girls were allowed to wear shorts to school. This is in a time when they used to throw board rubbers at children to make them do as they were told, drag them to the front of the class by their hair. We might have forgotten, yeah, but, you know, when you give yourself a label and say you're disabled just because you can't pay attention, some boring old bugger, yeah, right, he's making you, like, learn stuff. Remember, you ain't disabled. It's their teaching system that's disabled. Yeah, right, and it's only just changed. Yeah, let's keep moving forward. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Have your boundaries, all that stuff. Own your awesome cosmicness, yeah? And the reason it was so hard for me to own my awesome cosmicness, yeah, is basically all based in this idea of sexuality and gender. Right now, before we start anything, I would like everyone to witness for a moment that sexuality and gender has been a topic of historialization, yeah, since the 17th century, right? Doctors, priests, historians, psychiatrists, all of them with willies, right, have been creating this reality where there's a thing called a man and a thing called a woman, and a man is in the image of God and a woman is not for a really bloody long time. Also, deciding that people who put willies in fannies are the only people who are allowed to have sex and they're the only ones who are good. Everyone else is going to burn in this disgusting hell that is apparently somewhere in the earth. Yeah, right. So all of that actually is pretty bonkers. Yeah, I feel. And I've lived my sister. Go, 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 go. I'm like, I don't really understand all that. Now, I love my mum and I love my dad. Right, my mum is a wonderful, amazing woman who was born in 1944, just after the war finished, yeah? She grew up in rationing. Yeah, she grew up with parents who, like, worked in the allotment and worked and were thankful that they had a job. Yeah? Like, really thankful. Like, granddad worked since he was 14. Like, trainway man. Like, some of these people who I love, and love me, and who grew me up, yeah, and give me nice things, you know, bicycles at Christmas, dancing lessons, shit like that, yeah, you know, like good people did. They'd have such a hard time with me, yeah, and I didn't mean to be hard in any way, and I love them, but I just wanted to wear dungarees and baseball boots, and even though I was like a dancer and a singer, and, and in performances I could quite happily dress up as a girl, and perform any character, myself always knew myself was just myself. And I'm blessed with ignoring everyone. <laughs> got a special skill of not really being able to pay attention to anyone unless they're really speaking the truth that I accept. Yeah, right. You know, all these things now are disabilities, right? All these things now you can class them as these terrible disabilities. But as it goes, I think they kept me really safe. When I was little in primary school, they decided I was deaf and did all these deaf tests on me. I'm not deaf. They were just boring. Yeah, <laughs> I was having way more fun reading books and listening to all of the stories of the everything. Yeah, and so here I am, having lived a life where I tried to be accepted because I was trained to be accepted, keeping the lines of love open with my parents, even though my dad is a man and he has definitely got a willy and he's in charge. My mum is a woman and she's got a fanny. And interestingly, she's definitely in charge as well, yeah? And with both of them being in charge, they managed to do quite a good thing for me. However, they have totally polarised what is to be a woman and what is to be a man in my head. Mm -hmm. So then there's me. I'm like that. Well, I always thought I was just a product of both of them, so of course I would be both. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? I have these awesome, warm, lovely, tingly feelings in my body. And some of them are about trees. Some of them are when I go swimming in this river. Some of them are when I jump on something really, really high and I feel like I'm flying. Some of them are about people. Some of them are about spiders. So when the teenagers ask me, oh, Lara, are you bisexual? I can't be defining that tiny thing. I think that's really ridiculous. I'm like that. Better not tell them what I've just told you. Yeah, I feel sexy about <laughs> loads of stuff. Me included. Yeah, I feel sexy about me. I think I'm fabulous. Yeah. Someone said, oh, Lara, she's trisexual. Ah. <laughs> means she'll try all of it, but there'll always be three of you there. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
this is where I've started with this because over the last decade, I've had a lot of people come and have chats with me because they blatantly aren't what this performed idea of girl or boy is. And the world is very confusing because the world's telling a lot of people that you have to decide. Yeah, and you've got to be one or the other. And even more than that, if you're hearing a male voice in your head, that means that you must be a man and you need to turn your your body into the voice in your head. Like all of these things are stories and they are choices. And I support everyone in freedom of choice mm. and freedom of thought. Mm. So if you're curious and you're interested and you're hearing something new, be curious. Mm. Listen. Don't give up. Yeah. And always do what feels the best. Not what somebody else has told you to do. Not what you've read in a book. Yeah. But what you feel. Because we are changing things as we speak. Yeah. I've been doing this thing where I've been renaming all the different bits of the particularly the, the pelvis I've got at the moment. The pelvis I've got at the moment has got a fally. It's got a womb inside in it. It gave birth to some live babies and some dead babies. Yeah. Right. That's. That's what I've got in my body. It means that I can give birth if I want to, but I don't have to. Mm. <laughs> it's there. And sometimes some of my behavior is defined by it. And sometimes some of other people's behavior towards me is defined by what they've decided I've got in my pants. Some people, if I'm wearing particular clothes, think I've got a willy in my pants. Because when I dress up in loads of wigs and makeup and like real performer girl things, my masculine side shines through and they're a little bit confused and they think maybe I'm a bloke in there and they fancy me still and they're questioning their own sexuality. I think <laughs> they can think what they like. Yeah, but this this moment now, right, there's lots of conversations I've seen going on and people are upset. Yeah, people are feeling like their boundaries are being crossed. People are feeling invaded, disrespected, hurt, angry, all these things. And at that moment, this is when we have to do the work. Yeah, if someone said something and all of a sudden you've got this massive volcano feeling inside you, mm. you've got to look at that, man. Yeah, they can say whatever the bum they want. Mm. They really can, yeah, right? It's about you and how you feel about it. And if you feel a passion about that, mate, have a look at it before you chuck it on anyone else. Yeah, I mean, it might be exactly what that person needs chucked on them once you've had a look at it. It might be exactly what you need. Mm. Chucked at you and looked in you and you might finally go, oh my God, yep, that's right. <laughs> People have trod over that particular boundary my whole life. No wonder I'm really annoyed. Yeah, but that's your stuff. So, I mean, you can just tap it. I say just, yeah, right. It's really simple, but at the same no, time, you're yeah, ego. Let's, let's not go into processes just yet. Yeah. It's just no, but I'm just telling you, yeah. Yeah. Like any of those things, you can get my website and all that. But all that stuff, your ego will always tell you that it will never help. And this thing that's going on for you now is so important. You've just got to shout at someone. And it's up to you to be brave enough to change that, right? Because there's no way we're going to be able to have any kind of conversation about the roots of this story, the historialization of gender and sexuality. Yeah, there's no way we're going to be able to have that conversation unless we process our feelings as they come up with us we're all going to get really pissed off because some of it really is hurtful and mm. anger making mm. i mean yeah there's a lot of story and we've all believed some of it yeah i think you know what, the way you just shared this is really really important because i think we are there's a term that i think is understood in many different cultures which is throwing the baby out with the bathwater, right we, we understand it in the birthing world too. And, you know, it is a wonderful thing at this point in time that so much is being revealed and so much light is being shone on what has been suppressed, repressed, ignored, not talked about in the past. But at this point, there is a lot of trigger happy energy in the field, right? And as yes. you say, we have plenty of tools, you know, the tools we have available to us, one, to deal with the symptoms and two, to deal with the causes of where we've got out of alignment and where we've we've had a lot of shitty things happen right mm. whether whatever our gender is and isn't however we identify 
there's been a lot of pain that's been passed from one generation to the next. And whatever the causes are on one level will only be the symptom on another level. So as we become more expansive in our capacity to uh, allow there to be lots of ways of seeing the same thing and at the same time own that directives were made to to create issues right this is what I call gender war programming and it's like you know boys should be this girls should be this and God says this and if you don't do this you, this happens to you I mean this is seeded in our collective consciousness so deeply regardless of what culture we come from what religion we come from right so now you know I, even in, in you talking, I was just thinking, oh, what was my experience? Because it was literally back at the time it was you're either straight or you're bisexual or you're gay. You know, that was my my reality as I was growing up as a teenager. And we all, well, if we're given the, the free free will and to explore our edges and whether we do that with our parents' knowledge or not, right, we're ultimately exploring where we feel we are. But as you said, all sorts of things are possible at the moment and I think one of the things I just want all of us to be aware of and I feel that's what you're you're speaking to is our our emotional and mental health right yeah. it's pretty out of balance <laughs> and when we when we talk about free will and free thinking we have to accept that on a deeper level we are constantly being bombarded with messages we have been from before we were born and we continue to to be broadcast messages that seem to change but although the external changes the conflict behind it doesn't there's more continuing separation tactics and that's what we are bringing to light here right yeah man yeah it's there is just that this acceptance of where we are now yeah like right now like except where we are and to do that we you know in our own way have a little look back and know where we've been mm -hmm. yeah right and know that we're not there anymore yeah mm -hmm. we're here now right yeah. and also have a little look forward and go crikey could be quite big out there oh i'm here yeah right i'm not going to take all the stuff from back here mm -hmm. to in there because that would be ridiculous but that stuff is not easy yeah like like you say much has passed this is basically that yeah. channel message yeah what does it say much has passed much trauma has been processed and we are lighter now and it is easier yeah but it's still hard to know what that feels like hey right you gotta gravitate to what feels good but how do we know what feels good maybe we just know what feels familiar exactly and maybe what feels familiar is not actually good or does it feel terrifying and we're really afraid or is that afraid feeling actually excitement of something you've never done before mm -hmm. until you start to allow yourself to witness where you are and how it feels to be there. You can't get to that next level subtle bit. We go, oh, hang on a minute. So there's this feeling. What is it? What is it? Yeah. Like, and that's what we're learning now. Yeah. Right. It's to, to become curious rather than judgmental. I love what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's it. That. Curious. I, and actually, this has been my experience since the Lionsgate sort of closing is where am I uncomfortable in my beingness presently? And I, anyone who's watching, let us know. Hey, Olivia, I can see that. Where are you uncomfortable, uncomfortable in your being at the moment? Because like you said, I just want to highlight that again, because we're, we're talking in code on the one hand star peace codes which i know will activate people's kind of um awareness of what this means for them but we're also talking about how easy it is to kind of misinterpret our own signals right this is this is what we're saying and when there is so much conditioning and so many layers of it you know if we've been taught to feel shame for something that you know, if we didn't have that shame around it, we'd actually really enjoy. But we've, we've been programmed to feel shame around it. We then start to build other connections. Therefore, only what turns us on can, is shameful. Like we, we build these patterns that take us down roads that really limit us rather than allow us to be open and curious and go, OK, love is love is love, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> what does it mean to love me? And to explore me 
to explore beyond what I was told is right and wrong, to intend no harm, knowing at the same time that as I walk this earth, I leave a footprint, I leave an imprint. What does it mean to hold my truth and also witness others hold their own truths and that that's okay and we don't have to fight about whose truth is right? Oh, getting it? <laughs> yeah, thing in it. Maybe cry a little. It's my eyes now. Yeah, just that life, just that place, isn't it? Be at peace. Yeah, all is well. You are allowed happiness. Yeah, what does it feel like to be happy? It's like, and it's really hard to get to something. It's just so not easy for so much of us that's around us. Yeah. Exactly that. Like, where does it hurt? When someone says that thing, does that thing, when you do that thing, where does it hurt? And notice your response when someone crosses your boundaries or you cross your boundaries. Yes, or and you, you know cross your boundaries. Like, allow yourself. Yeah. You know, you go, right, and then you don't do that at all. You do and then you got to love yourself. Yeah, double whammy. Eh? <laughs> you know, oh, that's when I do my even dose. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I told myself not to do it. I knew it'd be stupid. Then I just did it anyway. Now I really hate myself. So I try not to hate myself. I just love myself anyway. Because next time I'm no, not. Laura, Laura, Laura. Say it slower because there's a little bit of interference um, in the bandwidth. <laughs> so what, did it, you, what, what I'm hearing you say, this is that moment when even though I've just done that thing again, I promised myself I wouldn't do. I love you anyway. I love me yeah. anyway. I'm not going to withdraw the love even though what was modelled for me was to be rejected, to be abandoned or to be betrayed if I didn't conform to someone else's truth. I mean, we've yeah. all got this in our pain body. Yeah. Right? That's it. Yeah, that's it. And just, you know, there's so many awesome, very simple tools. They've all got um, three-letter anachronisms, basically, to make people feel less hippie, which I kind of think is a good communication, yeah? You know, T-A-T, the tapping, E-F-T, the saying, all these things, I think they're really good. Yeah. And it, but it's also with the tools, the, the thing that I've been noticing is how important it is when we're in that in-between awake and sleep state to really affirm our intention of vibration. Yeah. You know, this is when we bring this back to why we're having this conversation on this channel. It is about how we seed a new narrative for us all. Right. How we yeah. shift from the old to the new. Right. So we're talking here about these wonderful um, symptom relieving consciousness tools that are available to all of us. You know, you can look them up on YouTube. You've got lovely Lara's channel you can check out. There's loads of, of tools we can utilize, but we have to use them. And one yes. of the things is, I think for a lot of us, we want to wake up happy every day, right? And mm -hmm. I do believe that's our birthright, but... Mm -hmm. At the same time, the way the current world stage is stacked is, and it's been for, for a long, long time this way, you have to tune into that dial. The dial has to go to happy, whatever that means for you, peace, joy, fulfilled. You have to take it there because all the time we're sleeping, we're bombarding, bombarded with messages in the collective while others are awake that aren't necessarily going to wake us up feeling amazing joy and wonder, right? It's for <laughs> us to to tune into and when people are considering how happy and fulfilled they are in their lives I have a sense that there is this deeper expectation that things should just be wonderful all the time and yeah. that if they're not there's something wrong and that's not why we're here no man right do, doing the work with the body that we've inherited from our ancestors yeah doing the work when those genetic things come up and like allowing our soul that's had a story to process the story in this body. That that's our soul's birthright, yeah. Because when you move all that genetic stuff out of the way that this these cells have experienced through time, and now we're in it, that's when you get to your soul's true story. Yeah, these these things, these things that we've been talking about feeling, yeah, most of them aren't really ours from now. 
some of them are hours from the past, but a large amount of static is just just right genetic memory yeah? and it's really hard to process any of that in this paradigm yeah because all of that's just madness yeah you know but that that yeah. is exactly this is exactly where i where lionsgate took me was what i call soul blueprint activation and early influences decoding which i can't believe i've never thought of really offering this before but it's something that's been coming up recently and there, you know as a as someone who's done a lot of work as you in looking at these early influences one of the things that i was told very clearly as i was you know connecting to to rosy glow as the galactic consciousness and receiving the star piece codes over the lionsgate was that star seeds come in as high frequency souls into low density into a lower density frequency vibration planet right in order to help ascension but we have a we kind of have a slightly different mission to a soul that isn't coming from a higher frequency into a lower density right depending on where they are on their journey yeah. so for us the whole genetic coding like for a long time i've heard terms around soul healing right and i the message i've been getting for star seeds is we don't need our souls healed our, he, our souls are totally healed the mastery is there we've just come to this earth we've, we've chosen to do this because it's a choice it's a free will into a lower density we've chosen to forget our gifts and our mastery in order to remember it again because we have that much faith and confidence one in our own capacity to do that and two in the power of love right and our journey is to build and create the new the new world through through our sharing our words as spells through our actions our our movements whatever it is that we're seeking to do right and so i started to feel very strongly for us being able to look at the earliest imprints so the decisions you made at conception the decisions you made in the womb the decisions you made at birth and precognitive right basically the precognitive decisions when you get those you see there's a theme and i actually made a video you just reminded me about it. it's on my youtube channel and i'll put a link in the comments afterwards about this and i shared four elements of my earliest story so what i knew about my conception what i knew about the start of my labor what i knew about my time in the womb just things that have been told to me and then things i had experienced through rebirthing or breath work or other things i'd done and it amazed me how when you actually do allow yourself to see that you have created the conditions to remember, even through erroneous beliefs. When I say erroneous, even through those limiting beliefs, you have created the conditions to liberate yourself, right? Yeah. But we all, as star seeds, pick up so much gunk from our bloodlines as we incarnate. That's part of the journey we've elected. But yeah. sometimes we don't. The impact is is bigger than we expected it to be, and that you know, you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. My my um, baseline quote on this is: when we're in spirit, we get a little bit gun ho about what yes. it's like to be like doing be stuff. Fine, in be fine. <laughs> I'll just be star, love you, be star, peace with me in the middle. It'd be fine. Not that simple. Yeah, no. like those bodies, those bodies, these bodies. Yeah, like we we come through them and there's a story in there like you say that will help us remember our true light that's why we're in this one but coffee the stories once you put feelings on them oh, and then you put physical physical experience on them yeah like to, to hold your true light from the witness and the light Whew. you know oh, bananas there's an answer to this coming from Joy Horner, which she said a little while ago, but I think it's really relevant. Do the inner work, love, and make tea for others. Then yeah, that's right. <laughs> then that's repeat, it. do it. Because it that, that's where the nurturing, like you just said, we come from this non-physical reality. We go, yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's how we're going to do it. We'll go into these families that are the perfect um, activators of, of our coding so that we can actually relearn what we already knew and then teach it to others. And it looks great on paper, but then when we actually bring the feelings in, it is so painful and so confusing and we get so caught in the stories. That's why we need, and I'm going to say it specifically, part of the sacred feminine energy, one of the expressions of it is the mother, right? And in yeah. fact, 
it is the most essential one for our <laughs> re um population if we're continuous humans we are growing through the mother we are seeded by the father these are aspects of the masculine and the feminine and if you take them as two polar ends there's this beautiful rainbow bridge in between that you have on your t-shirt and it's all there for us and actually it's all one and yet we also need to self-identify to allow ourselves enough to accept, accept that we're not I think there's this thing of we want to belong, but we also want to be individual, right? We want, we want, it's the paradox and it's... It's the, it's the joke, isn't it? We're all individuals. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to, I just wanted to share something because I'm really excited about this and I'd love to go into that a little bit more. So I finally got a copy of the book that I'm also an author in, along with the other ladies in this book. And you know, I, I wanted to speak on this subject because this is specifically saying women leading in our new world, which can be very inciting if we're not wanting to identify with gender, right? And it's like, why women? Why not humans? Why not people? Why not, you know, whatever we want to call it? But this one was specifically about the role of women and the different roles women play. Now, it doesn't mean women are better than anything else, but as we come through, we're recognizing, I hope, how important it is to allow all to be, because I identify as a woman, I identify as a mother. Um, I don't feel I need to express my sexual preferences through my gender. I mean, I mean, there's different issues here, but that's kind of, that's there. This lovely book, so available on Amazon folks, and it's going to, the, the funds are going to really amazing cause and um, thank you for the to the lovely joe baldwin Trop for putting this together in support of soul sisters which is about empowering people who've been um in receipt of domestic violence and there's a soul brothers group as well and hopefully they cater for everybody however they express their gender and this one here womb to thrive we had julie gerland on a few a few sessions ago and this is an anthology of I think 29 different experts, if I remember, and their experiences. One of the things I want to get you on for, and all my guests really, is to explore how their earliest influences have shaped who they've become. And we'll have that conversation another time because I want to hear from A-listers as well in terms of the public pe people. What has made philanthropists, people, do-gooders, those who want to shape the world, shape the world and support it to... to feel that way where, where did they start what were they given at the start but let's come back to this and we had pride recently it was last I think it was last weekend so at the moment the latest flag and the latest um abbreviation as I understand is LGBTQIA plus and this is I'm just reading it from a website an inclusive term that includes people of all genders and sexualities such as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, questioning queer, intersex, asexual, pansexual, and allies, which with each letter in LGBTQIA plus stands for a specific group of people, the term encompasses the entire spectrum of gender fluidity and sexual identities. Cool. Well, soul is all things, man. That's that's my my primary want through all of this, yeah, and like my light thing is that we are all things we've got bodies that are particular things doesn't really matter as far like me as far as i'm concerned for me my opinion is doesn't really matter yeah i'll do what i'm doing and whether i've got a fanny or not doesn't come into it unless i'm using my fanny and even then it's still no one's business apart from mine i don't care whether they like my fanny or not yeah or whether my fanny is like you know socially acceptable yeah, I, I just got one. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell everybody as soon as I meet them. And basically, if they ask me what they're to call me, I tell them to call me what it says on my hand, because then I can't forget. Right? What does it say on your other hand? Love. She's all Because I'm love. I'm fairy love, isn't I? But yeah, why they're on there is a story for another time. Yeah, right. And I want to like reel this back in, because my own personal stance... My own personal stance, my own personal knowledge, love, all that stuff, self-love in the world, is soul is all things. Gender 
is a paradigm construct. The whole thing, the whole bipolar blah, if you've only got one or another and you don't include everyone as the whole thing and you don't respect each person's opinion as right for them, that's where we've got an issue. Now, this is the problem that a lot of us are having because it keeps coming up, yeah? So there you are with your feeling. Somebody says something. <gasps> How dare you? You'll be the... That's where the game's really going to be played. Yeah. yeah? And if we want to proper make this just normal, yeah, like how being gay is just normal now. Yeah, don't forget, in the 80s, people used to come out en masse to throw bottles and rocks at people walking for gay pride in Brighton. Mm. Yeah? In mm. our lifetime. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Right? So if we're going to make the whole rainbow of people being as normal as being gay is now, it's all over the telly, everyone's just normal, it's just normal, what? And what? Like anyone cares. Yeah, mm. right? If we're going to make all of this normal and everyone's opinion and everyone's stance and everyone's resonation respected, we're going to have to work on what comes up in ourselves. Yeah? Right? We're going to have to learn to not attack people when they say words. We're going to have to learn to treat people like toddlers. I've got a little poem and I want to tell you, right? Yeah, because it's all about this. It goes like this. Some of us simply don't know better. Some of us are still asleep. When we know better, we do better. And old floors of memories we sweep. Tales of today and yesterday are clearly all the same. The micro-macro acts of love through compassion our souls we regain. One essence manifesting individually, dancing tangos throughout time. Spiritual beings manifesting physically, compassion creating stars that shine. Reality, as we have been taught it, has little to do with reality as it is. Science has quantumly split bits, recognising all as part of what is. Right now, our eyes are opening. Right now, we're beginning to see our individual oneness shining. We are all as a wave is to this deep. That's beautiful. That is, that is so beautiful. Please share it on this page for everyone. Okay, because that is, I think it says it all, and it, it comes back to this idea of we, we are all unified in our original form as source all that is, you know, the big <laughs> collective sea of love. We're one and we separate as I understand it as it feels true for me to share with the world and for those who resonate with it we separate out and we begin a journey back to unification and what happens at the end of that is we're the individual droplets aware of that within the whole ocean of love we didn't know this before we didn't know we were the ocean of love or that we were an individual droplet so Going back to what you were saying about not knowing better, like all of this is the journey. So having compassion, being discerning is part of awakening because forgiving those who've hurt us, those who didn't know better is one thing, but not utilizing what we have learned to then be discerning about what we see, what we hear and what is done makes us fucking idiots, all right? I just want to say that straight out, raw Rosie Glow, right? Yeah, like, love it. comes a point, but they said it was safe. Did you look into that yourself? Did you decide yeah. that actually maybe there was a feeling you needed to check in with? Or did you not want to go there because it was too uncomfortable? Tough shit. It's going to get more uncomfortable. That's the point. This is exactly <laughs> what Lara's saying, right? Because people, whatever their gender, whatever their sexual orientation however they want to identify with they are going to push your fucking buttons if you have got stuff inside of you that you haven't resolved so the only thing to do is to surrender and bring it on right it's like okay but i know i'm not well resourced all right then i need some resources i need some tools i need to work with someone or do this my own way with the guidance there's so many different ways i teach one way yeah. or i teach another the same thing in terms of 
you hear what she says you hear what i say we haven't connected for years and yet we're here talking the same same thing right and it's it's a real yeah. resonance and we're it's like there is there are but they say birds of a feather flock together and when i think about the new game of life which is sweeping duality out of the window like the cosmic hand just goes we've done this one now we're changing the game now it's a huge puzzle we're all individual pieces of this puzzle and this puzzle is an image of paradise earth however each of us conceives that to be now am i going to really resonate as one corner piece of the puzzle here with the opposite corner piece over there probably not we're polar opposites, but we're part of the same puzzle. Yeah, man. Right? So yeah, it's man. okay, because actually when you decode what they want and what I might want and what we're here doing, if we are motivated by love because we have loved up, healed, worked through our conditioning that limits our capacity to love when we're ready, then what happens is we end up being able to accept where there's differences and not need to go to war on it, right? Yeah, need to be don't need to war, love. We're doing love now, not war, peace. I don't have to sacrifice my essence to make you happy any more mm. than you have to sacrifice your essence to make me happy. We live and let live where we are. We respect the boundaries, right? And this, this needs to be, but there are deeper levels to this, which is also when what you have seen, well, it's definitely gone a different different way than I thought it was going to go to this conversation today. But when we have seen in certain cultures, certain religions, for example, women being massively disrespected, as we evolve as a humanity, as a collective consciousness, can that continue? Is a question, right? Not as humanity. I feel a bit of me feels like we are humanity, and every being in humanity who allows themselves to move through that first level and actually look at themselves, yeah, and feel it and release whatever it is that's no good that means then you can do peace and you can do love instead of going to war. And believe me, man, through my life, I've fucking gone to war. Yeah, right? And I'm me. It's like, right, no, go on. Yeah, whatever it is, whatever they're saying, whatever they're doing, doesn't have to touch you. You've got your own boundary and you can observe them like a toddler who's having a tantrum. Yeah. And you can just go, come on, come on. Surely together we can communicate and we can have peace. You're not going to do it all right every time. You're going to be able to do it a couple of times. And if they keep going at you, you might still twat them. Yeah, right. <laughs> With your words all you have. But again, you have to take yourself away and you can go, bloody hell. There was me thinking I was all okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm really angry now. And you're going to have to do the work for yourself again because every experience is an assistant to help you witness the next bit of yourself. I'm no, I'm no like perfect, able to do shit person. I've been working on it for a while because I really needed to. The whole world pushed my buttons and I was I felt like I was a great big angry red button just easy to be pressed and then told I was mad when I was shouting so that's why I've been doing this yeah and the more I do it the more experiences I've had since I've been alive again instead of being dead the more connections just helps me remember who I am and my truth and I'm in support of all of the little beings who are doing that yeah compassion being our baseline because mm. everybody's got something that's not like you so mm. if you want you could hate them and everyone's got a belief that's not like you and a thing and all that so you know you got to try and find your own middle ground your own balance and notice when it happens so this weekend I went to this beautiful thing called rewilding you it was lovely just like a little thing in a field just near Oxford nine minutes from where I live I wished it could happen and it's happened and I met these two people there, Amy True and Jess Muller, right? Now, they're both in their 20s. I'm 49 now. Okay? And they were saying all the words that I've been saying. One of them's like a rapper and a singer and a hip-hopper, and one of them's a poet, yeah? And it was so magic because she did her song and stuff. I'm like, hang on a minute. Those are the words I say. And then she did her poem, and I'm like, oh, I have to tell them my story. So I told them the Rosa Rebellion. We're going to do a thing together because... 
they, me, you, we're all saying the same thing. And that's how it's going to change. Yeah? Humanity is going to start saying the things and doing the, each person empowered because they are at peace with themselves instead of at war, easily triggered by someone just doing something numpty. Yeah? We're all going to do numpty things every day. Yeah. Don't matter how chilled out you are. Ask the Dalai Lama. Yeah, we'll all do numpty things, right? <laughs> but let's keep going. Oh, you think you're this? No, don't. I'm Lara. Hello, pleased to meet you. Yeah, yeah? where you are. Yeah. You are You are perfect, just yeah. as you are. Yeah, if you want to notice them things, go right ahead. They're perfect, just as they are. Yeah, I reckon that's about it for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just think you put it all so beautifully, Lara. And I, I, you know, this is why I think this is really lovely for us to talk about. And anyone who does actually watch this and listen please do share your insights your thoughts and your feelings in this because it is a wonderful wonderful thing to be at a time now where we are able to say all welcome all inclusive that that is where we can all unify and evolve from but if we start nitpicking at each other and going well no that's not quite right because it's not this and it's not that we forget that we're creating separation again So, you know, what feels right to one person will feel wrong to another. And that's okay. And so being accepting of all is really important. I've had quite a few sisters, women, women, you know, fellow sort of women online that share their stories, mothers identifying as mothers and saying, you know, like, I am a woman, I am a mother, I'm happy with that. Those, Those are, you know, terms that I'm happy with. I shared a post about feeling, you know, like, I was owning being a wife and how I was really happy to be a wife and that that's what I wanted, even though I know how wives have been treated in the past and what that has meant in the past, what it means for me is something that I am happy to align with. Do you know what I mean? It's what I want. Yours. And and I think that is the the main thing about not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I'm seeing some real, you know, wolves dressed in sheep's clothing, basically looking like like progress and what concerns me is they're making the right noises on the surface and this has gone on for such a long time but we're just becoming wiser to it now and seeing it and in in the name of all inclusivity actually some really dodgy things are going on and ah, dare I ever mention having a conversation about being awakened being woke (laughs) but Yeah, that's another that's another topic that if someone would like to talk with me about, I'd be very happy to to have that conversation. Our hearts already know when we get confused, when we get into divisive tactics and um, needing to make something right and something wrong, we're in our conditioning within our heads, folks. Right. Can we all walk down the street together? Can we all recognize that that rainbow is a prism of light and it's bright white light as unified light? And it is a beautiful rainbow when it's it's fraction. Can we accept that it's not either or, it's and this and more. And this and this and this. And this and this. And I would really like, as part of the New Earth narrative that I'm seeing the collective consciousness of humanity and I'm inviting others to join me in, a heart-centered humanity rather than a tech-centered humanity, be the norm, right? It might be possible in the future to make babies you know, not in the womb, completely not in the womb, and maybe even from synthesized sperm and synthesized eggs, goodness knows. But is that the way we want to go? Is that, is that feel good or not? Depends, doesn't it? Depends. Depends. Like, again, everybody's choice, yeah? If we have all possibilities and all things, anything is possible. And if that's what needs to happen, some of that will happen for some people. If we can notice in ourselves what feels good to us and do that thing, we can only resonate light towards any of the things that we still find uncomfortable. Yeah, all is possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, replace it's, our harsh judgment with tenderness and it's compassion. Not, and this and is what we're about. Humanity always. being a feeling-based species yeah okay that's that's what i'm getting at is everything you're saying is everything is welcome all diversity welcome but what unites us is our capacity to feel right 
what feel, happens? like you said, feel love, our capacity feel love, our capacity feel peace. Mm-hmm. And the more the more you witness the feelings that aren't love and peace and witness them and notice them and know where they're from and release what doesn't serve you and accept as part of you what does serve you, the more capacity you have to feel your low self and your low your low self, your soul's love. <laughs> your soul's love. Yeah. 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 Your very own personal light. Your light is all right. That's it. Yeah. Your, your light is all right. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Should we sing a little song to finish? Should we sing the rainbow song? Just before we do, um, again, just to reiterate this, because I think it's really important for us, is our capacity to feel is really what allows us to be able to connect with each other in a unified way we take that away and i'm saying this because we all one way or another like to numb out from what is uncomfortable to feel laura's been talking a lot today about how important it is to own how we feel rather than just dish it out before deciding consciously whether dishing it out is the right thing to do in that moment because maybe it is but actually owning it rather than disowning it and projecting it is a is a very necessary part of our heart-centered evolution, if you like, and being able to invite more of our soul light in. When we choose to disassociate more and more and more from our feelings because they're uncomfortable and we don't ever seek to address them in, in any shape or form, this is when we can start edging towards dystopia again rather than utopia because you're edging towards a dehumanization and that's what I wanted to really finish on because that's not the reality I want to co-create personally I'd rather learn to move through pain manage pain accept that pain is a part of life and not to fight it and that includes I don't mean that childbirth should be painful but to be able to teach those who are scared of giving birth how to move through the intensity of birth and also those who are scared of death to be able to to get their hearts and heads around the journey and yeah. you know Lara does both by the way with her clients it's really this is this is where we can start to create more flow and integration amongst all of the different ways we show up as humans because yeah. we're not avoiding we're leaning into what is uncomfortable and we have all the tools to do it and if you have been following what I've been into and what star piece is about I really believe we can therapize the world right with their awareness that that's what we're doing and through the subliminal support that is possible through the entertainment and media industry I truly believe we can do this through story form and through all of the real life stuff that we like to and just help to shift this programming because we've got all the tools but we haven't brought them together into the mainstream and allowed them to shape a new story yet and that's what we're all a part of it's happening right those of us who are here who are showing up those who i'm bringing on to guest on the show it's happening because we're all exploring stuff that's difficult right or our own difficulties and having moved through that and so if you do want to check out just before we finish with the song if you want to check out what lara's doing we will put the contact details for her and all the different ways that you can connect And equally, if you want to connect with what I'm doing, and by that, I'm really saying that I work with the builders of the new earth and the architects of the new earth. And, um, you know, I I offer through Rosy Glow structured programs for those who really want to activate their soul consciousness and clear the subconscious resistance in the fastest way that I know with a very supportive, nurturing space around and get in touch because that. You know, Lara, what I love about you, and I love many things about you, sister, is the consistency. You've been through so much, and I know you have. And I know you, just as you've had a really tough time, you've also been really committed and diligent to using your tools to support your shift. And I see your shift. I see what you've done. And this is the point. There are many different ways to do this. But depending on where you resonate, there'll be a teacher for you. There'll be someone for you at this time to come and learn from how they did it because you want you, you look at where they're at and you're like I want some of that thanks yeah so, man. <laughs> right. there's a difference between giving our power away to others 
and having the discernment to recognize where we don't have a skill set that we want to learn and going to a master of that skill set and going teach me show me so that I can then master this and move on and do that for others and this is where we get out of the confusion of oh, I'm always looking for someone to help me well, no you don't need saving as Lara said before you don't need fixing but if you're looking to show up in the most integrated and resolved and aware, grounded variety of you. <laughs> Look out for who's around you and what they are sharing, what they're offering, because just like everything, the medicine's always near the poison, isn't it? It's always nearby, right? There's always, always there. Over to you in your rainbow song, my darling. I'll go on then. Right, so this is one of those mildly annoying for some people, Lara songs, yeah, because it's a song that quite a lot of us know, but I noticed that um, the colours of the rainbow were in the wrong order, considering that the colours of the rainbow are also our energy colour system. So I was like, oh, well, I can't have that. I'm going to have to change words. Um, but everyone knows the tune. And if you like it, you can get involved. You can put your hand on each one of your things and you can do a little like sort of really small, really childlike clearing of your energy chakras for a laugh while you sing the song. It only takes like a minute and a half. It goes like this red and orange and gold and green sky blue indigo white i am a rainbow i am a rainbow i am a rainbow light we'll do it again red and orange and gold and green sky blue indigo white i am a rainbow you are a rainbow we are a rainbow like here we go Witness your insides, witness your insides and sing everything you see. I am a rainbow, you are a rainbow, sing along with me. Here we go. Red and orange and gold and green, sky blue, indigo, white. I am a rainbow, you are a rainbow, we are a rainbow light. I am a rainbow. You are a rainbow. We are a rainbow light. Yay! Do me a favour, Lara. What's that? Well, in my rainbow, we now have the soul chakra and also the earth chakra that needs to be activated too. Oh, uh, so that's what we do when we do the tree thing at the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, but can we add them into the rainbow song? Can you do another? Oh, we can try. We can give it a go. Right, you and try and we'll gather together next time. And we'll do it next time. Yeah, and anyone who wants to argue about the colours of the rainbow, just remember the conversation we've been having today. Remember it. There's, <laughs> yeah, right. there's no right or wrong. There's one of the colours of your rainbow. Oh, have a laugh. Get your rainbow. Um, yeah, get creative. Let's like see see how we can add it all in. Yeah. I'm going to... There's a little... Uh, Another comment here from Joy, Joy, I just wanted to share before we go. I've just finished my integrated baby therapy training and know we come into this life to do what we've come to do. No healing necessary as the soul is perfect. Exactly. That's absolutely yes. true. Um, it's just, so as we say, the, the, the stories that we pick up are what we need to be aware of and make some conscious choices and subconscious clearing choices around that. That cool. really helps. Yeah. I'll okay. send you details of the different things. They're like they're, Amy True and the Jess Muller and the me, I'll put the links up, yeah, and if you want yeah, to yeah. We'll get involved put... in any of that rainbow, multicoloured, multi-being business, absolutely. Do it, do it, do it. And I think that is, um, yeah, it's really, I wonder what is it that wants to come through here. It's really, at the moment, look around you, look who's around you and recognise the other bright lights around you and, and look to connect and see how we can all be the scaffolding to each other's big ideas right like everyone has something coming through them and this is the era of reuniting remembering bringing back in so the, 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 the point I'm getting at is if you own your specific space that only you can inhabit then everyone else can do that as well and yeah recognizing it. when you've evolved beyond certain roles beyond you know when you start getting grumpy resentful 
look at what you're doing and maybe it's time to do something different right because yeah. <laughs> on this journey we are learning to keep moving forward and and just own wherever we are and and shine from there and when you do that you'll see all these lights around you shining whatever they express themselves as it's all of us are one we'll leave it there yeah oh i love you i love you too darling so good to have you here thanks everyone who's been participating and we'll see ah next week just to let everyone know so next week i am one of the things I've wanted to do is to take a little bit of time uh, to explore some of the concepts I talk about in Star Peace and I, you know, take for granted that some of my guests are in unison with. But I know some of you may be new to our community and might never have done the coaching work that we offer through Rosie Glow. So I'm going to take a little bit of time to explain things from my perspective, okay, so that some of the words you might hear other teachers use or you might, um, you know, have a different idea about. I just feel it's important to share some of the lingo here from the, the, the clarity of how I express it and my team expresses it. So you can really see where if you're getting jarred by something, is it your understanding of that word or is it my meaning of it? Right. And allowing that to sort of help us again to fill in the blanks where there does seem to be conflict and confusion. I think the word ego is a really good example of that and even star seeds and what people say about them and how we can really trust the information we receive. So next week I'm gonna start that, but we're also gonna have the new moon co-creation here uh, live. So all you need to do is uh, please do sign up for it through the Zoom link. You'll start to see us uh, letting people know about it. And let us know what's been coming up for you, because if I know ahead you've got any questions or anything that's been coming up that you want to be addressed, then I can bring that into the co-creation. And that's the joy of being part of this community. Please also remember to join rosyglow.com, uh, join our mailing list so that you can be up to date with everything that we're doing. If you haven't yet joined starpeaceconsciousness.com, please do, because that's where all the instructions are for how to participate in the movement and shifting your own consciousness. This really dovetails with Lara's YouTube channels, like the, the things that uh, Lara says in her YouTube channel. If you look at the list of ways we've talked about how you can participate in Star Peace, they're like it's all there. They're sort of these are really helpful ways, and then here's some of here's some of the tools to do that, right? So there's lots there, and then if you want to um, come into uh, our consciousness and our coaching programs, you can talk with us about that. I'm going to be opening my diary personally for calls over the next two weeks after the weekend because I'm celebrating my second anniversary with my beloved this weekend, and um, we're having a little spiritual blessing in our local environment. Very very rustic. Mm -hmm. Very excited about it. Laura, if you're around, come down, sweetheart. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's it. So see you for that on next Wednesday. And we're very much owning that we are the authors, the directors, the um, main characters, the audience, the publicist, and the producer, producers of our own reality, our own show. So we'll be weaving that into the Virgo New Moon energy. Think about what you would like to write as your story for this year. Yeah. I'll leave it there. Love you. Later. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>